Hey everyone, welcome back here to the Brats and Beers podcast for another great episode on uh, Sunday of week three in the NFL. Uh, some crazy stuff going on currently. Uh, the Titans just whooped the Minnesota Vikings. I don't know if I can say whooped, but they beat the Minnesota Vikings. So they're scolding all the way to 0-3. Most likely won't win a game this season, but I'm sure Drew has other thoughts on that. Woo! <laughs> I was buying a snowblower. What happened? <laughs> what are you guys? Uh, what are you guys drinking tonight? I got some. Um, it's called Winter Jack. It's just a, a Jack Daniel's hard cider type of thing. How it's, is it? Uh, actually, pretty good. Sounds good. I'm drinking a Bud Light, but uh, I'm just waiting for the spotted cow to get cold. Picked some up yesterday. Your, fr- your fridge takes that long to get something cold. I needed to make some room. That's why I'm drinking Bud Light. <laughs> I'm drinking a, a tall boy Miller Light again. I think that's what I had last week, but trying to get rid of them in my fridge. So so I can make some room for some, some spotted cow. <laughs> All right. So we can do another fun uh, tailgating question. Um, kind of give the listeners some more, some more insight into our lives. Um, all three of us were just phenomenal athletes growing up. <laughs> <laughs> totally joking. Um, we we were athletes, I guess, but um, nothing exciting. Uh, but I want to know your guys' funniest stories as an athlete. It can be any level, any time. Just tell me some funny things that happened either to you or that you witnessed. I can leave this one off just because mine is um, a tale that involves two of us three here. Uh, high school football. We would uh, stand when we weren't out on the field. We would stand on the sidelines, and we do we do various things. And one of the things that I think back to, and I just love, is we would scream as loud as we can in the in the side judge's ear when he's standing there trying to wreck the game. <laughs> we were just like we were cheering, but we were just in this guy's ear, just woo as loud as we could, just blowing out his eardrum. It was actually a dick move, but. Um, <laughs> That's what we do when you don't play as much as we did not that that uh, it was just a couple of weeks that we weren't playing because you know we were playing both ways. Other than that, but um, that was that was <laughs> yeah. one of my favorite athletic memories. I'm pretty much currently crying right now because uh, that was hilarious. Um, I can just picture <laughs> and those uh, side judges would just turn around and give us the look like, "What the hell are you guys doing?" <laughs> But I do look back. It was it was a dick move, but it was pretty hilarious at the time. So it was good. It was good. Drew, what do you got? Uh, it was senior year of baseball. I was playing in left field, and a guy hits a bomb. I'm on a dead sprint. There's no warning track, and I just smoked the fence. Um, some say I was knocked out cold, but really I was just laying there trying to figure out how to make it look cool. <laughs> uh, I couldn't. <laughs> but the story doesn't end there. Uh, our community played our games on a public channel so it made it hard for me and others to forget about it and no i didn't catch the ball did you guys lose uh we won i had to go to the hospital though damn Con- concussion or what they, they, yeah they thought i did but nothing i'm just stupid <laughs> <laughs> um, i have two that involve uh both of you guys so i wanted to share these lovely stories um my first one was in like senior year high school basketball I guess junior and senior year but Cody would always come to my basketball games because he was a good friend and he would support me and uh he would sit there in the stands and every time there was like a a free throw situation where I wasn't shooting free throws but somebody else was 
he would always like yell at me to like tie my shoes or do like these random things or like pretend to pull down my pants, just like really stupid things. So I would just always just be listening for him and do these dumbass things in the middle of the game. So that was pretty hilarious. I tied my shoes many times at the free throw line. <laughs> um, the other one was Drew um, in our intramural basketball league. Um, Drew does this hilarious thing in the middle of games where he'll just get on all fours and start barking like a dog <laughs> to distract everyone playing. And oh my God, like our we were in the championship game and like literally like a, an important time, I look over and like, where's Drew? He's literally in the corner barking like a dog, <laughs> hoping that I will go try to score, pass it and, and somebody will score. And Drew's just barking like a dog. Hilarious. I, I think it worked a few times though. It did. I think people are literally just like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> is that guy okay over there? Is he having a stroke? What is he doing? And then, yeah, we uh, we won the championship. So, good job, Drew. Yeah, no problem. I, what I, can. <laughs> I was just wearing that shirt the other day just to relive the glory days. Yeah, it's a good shirt. Fun. Intramural so. champs. Tyler's the MVP. Tyler, shout out Tyler. He was on the show a week or so ago. He was definitely the MVP. Speaking of MVPs, um, some exciting stuff going on in the NFL here. Uh, week three, uh, Josh Allen is tearing it up right now in the NFL. He might be the truth, but they almost blew the game. Um, there were some more injuries on the field. Nick Foles replaced uh, that dude that they thought was a good quarterback in Chicago. And Justin Jefferson torched the Titans, but they still couldn't win. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. The game started out really slow this morning, but there are a lot of good finishes. I'll I'll say that not yeah. for the Vikings, obviously, but um, there's a lot of good things to say though with the Vikings. That's cool for Justin Jefferson. Dalvin Cook looked really hot again, but uh, if you can't stop Derrick Henry, you can't win the game. So, or Goskowski, apparently, all of a sudden he just needed to miss his first five of the season, and now he'll hit everything. I guess. Go ahead, Derrick. Derrick Henry, they're gonna run him into the ground this year, like. They paid him for how many years did he get? Four? Yeah. He's not going to make it past two. He'll be good. He's a beast. He had like 31 carries a week or two ago. He had 26 today. He's good. That's, that's wild. He's a stud. He really like, got the Marco Murray treatment when he was a uh, a cowboy, and they ran him 30 boy. times a game. The, uh, hey, if he keeps winning us ball games, I'm fine with it. Yeah, he, he got stopped a few times in the first half, but the second half, it was like four yards every run, and uh, yeah. four, four or more, and it's like, why didn't they just keep running him? Yeah. I, I didn't get that. He scored but. two touchdowns within two minutes. That was amazing. Crazy. Um, but... Did you see all the fans at the uh, the Broncos game? They um, oh, printed, yeah. <laughs> printed out all South Park cutouts and put them in, this, in the entire <laughs> Whoever does that, they deserve a raise. Yeah, that that's absolutely amazing. Um, let's see, what else? Anything else, I guess, stand out to you guys in the NFL world today? We got some games going on right now. The Seahawks are beating the Cowboys. Not a surprise there, but... Um, oh, Sean, the Falcons. Game. The, the, the Falcons oh, lost Falcons. again. Blowing leads like it's their freaking job, man. We're hoping that the, the Bears are going to lose. And... Uh, Somehow pulled it out, switched QBs, and Falcons can't keep a lead to save their life. Who was the guy that tweeted last week that got the um, the basketball guy? Oh, yeah. 
Uh, Montrez Harrell. Yeah, I wonder what he's going to say this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it was ridiculous. Did you guys get to catch any of that Bills-Rams game? I didn't know. No, I was watching, like, the score updates and everything, like, on the game tracker, but I didn't get to watch any of it. Uh-oh. Mari Cooper is out. No, uh uh-oh. We'll oh, he's, he's out of – he just knocked his breath out. He'll be fine. Um, yeah, I think it was like 28-3 to at half, just like that infamous Atlanta Patriots game. And then the Rams came back. And they actually took the lead for a little while there. But Josh Allen is just too much man. Yeah. He's good. He's a beast. Carson Wentz tried to save the Eagle season, ran in a late touchdown, and then they went to overtime. And everyone decided not to score. So Yeah, the that first, was an ugly first, overtime. First tie of the season. Lovely. Uh, Cody, uh, this happened last week, but I wanted to get your thoughts on that Tyrod Taylor injury. How crazy is that? <laughs> I was looking at the rap sheet of that uh, that team doctor. He has like 109 um, written prescriptions that he got caught for writing them to himself. <laughs> he has two D, uh, DWIs in the last two years. He has like soliciting a prostitute like four years ago. Lost that his, dude is, uh, like, his surgery license. Man. Yeah. yeah. Is it Dr. Nick from The Simpsons? It's Dr. Chow from The Hangover. <laughs> That's wild, though. Poor, poor Tyrod. He can't, he can't catch a break in his, in his long NFL career to run a team. But he needs to step back and take a breath. I think that would probably help. Oh, jeez, too soon. Uh, the Lakers advance to the finals. <laughs> They did, unfortunately, I guess. Um, I kind of expected it to happen, but yeah. Lakers are there. Do you guys think the Heat or the Celtics are going to be advancing? I like the Heat coming out of the East. I think that um, at first I thought it was a flash in the pan with how many of their guys were playing so well, like Dragic and Jimmy was being supportive of his teammates, which you don't see. Sure, yeah. you know that being a Timberwolves fan. But um, I don't know. They're all meshing really well at the right time, and I think they're going to match up really well with the Lakers if they do play them. But uh, it's, it's just still going to be a – I think whoever plays the Lakers is going to lose in, in five. Five? Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping it'll go at least six. I don't know. The way the Heat have been playing, like, if their shooters are on, I think they're going to give the, the Lakers some trouble. Um, I'm, I'm kind of excited to watch it. I do think that the, the Heat will wrap it up tonight. Um, Anthony Davis is a beast, though. That dude is amazing. Everyone always talking about LeBron. Of course, LeBron's got the – full-time narrative on sports center and everything but um anthony davis is a beast that dude will turn it on really fast i think that he's yeah, the best but, uh, player on the team honestly i told you guys that like uh in episode two of this whole podcast we were talking about nba players of all time or whatever but yeah you did say that but i i thought lebron looked really good last night i'm not sure if it was pre-workout or crack but he was moving way faster <laughs> on defense and uh, he led the team in almost everything, and he's making a good case for being Sean's password for all his accounts. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, now everybody's gonna get in my stuff. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I I do like the Heat and Celtics. Um, I I also am rooting for the Heat surprisingly because I'm loving this Tyler Hero story, and I'm just really curious about like Jimmy Butler, the Jimmy Butler dynamic, like. He's he's a or wants to be a leader, and he's got guys like Tyler Harrell that he can really like mold. And obviously, he didn't have that with the Wolves or the Sixers because they already had a system in place. But 
I'm I'm rooting for the Heat, I guess. Everyone thinks he's he's an asshole and doesn't like him, but that dude just wants to win and he I mean, he wants to play with winners and I think he found a group that that cherishes that, I think. They're really busting ass and and he's not like even like a huge scorer. Like he's just trying to crush it on defense and he's he's not being selfish where he just needs the ball all the time. Like he's not putting up a ton of points, but they're they're winning. I was reading an article about how uh, Butler and Hero are getting, you know, getting along. And it sounds like they got a really strong relationship ever since Butler came into Miami. Yeah. So maybe he is seeing, you know, a, a young star and he wants to kind of be part of that uprising. So yeah. Have you seen that interview? Uh, it was Bam, um, Butler, and then Hero. I think it was preseason. And they were doing an interview asking him questions. And they brought up swimming and um jimmy butler and bam were like oh no i don't swim i don't swim and then tyler was like i don't know how to swim and then and jimmy just like sat back and he's like oh damn you got those hood tendencies don't you <laughs> <laughs> so i think ever since that he's had a, like some sort of respect for him it's kind of funny Jeez. i just uh, want to let you guys know that i am playing both of you guys in fantasy and i'm beating uh, you no right now i'm up 111 to 79 I, you calm down but i will beat you I'm not sure about that. I'm a big uh, – I got a bunch of late guys, so I'm not too worried about it. Yeah. Look at that projection. You know. Drew, we're pretty close. Your projections are projections. It's 137 <laughs> to 137. We're fine. My team suck. Also, uh, the Brewers might be sneaking into the playoffs. Uh, they're losing right now, but the Giants are losing and the Phillies are losing. So I think we can hopefully make it in. I don't expect them to go far, but I think they can do it. Yeah, in other news, uh, the Twins don't have to sneak in because they're in first place in the AL Central standings, but they have to win today, and the White Sox need to lose for them to get home field. Well, one or the other. I'm just glad that Minnesota has something to cheer for. We do. Yeah, I'm pretty sure w- that the, WNBA. I think the Lynx are in the playoffs right now. <laughs> yeah, they're going to get bounced, though, soon. They've been getting destroyed, I think. Um, the Dallas Stars survived an overtime thriller last night, and there will not be a game six. Um, I don't know if you guys have been watching any of it. I caught a little bit last night. But, um, but yeah, that's kind of exciting for them. I mean, I'd like to see it go seven. That'd be kind of a cool game, but whatever. Truthfully, I thought that the playoffs just ended once the Knights were out of it. <laughs> they do. I, pretty, I had to Google that. I didn't really watch the game. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Also, in, in other news, uh, NASCAR. Uh, I'm just kidding. Nobody cares about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about soccer for a second. <laughs> NASCAR related. I did see that. Uh, I think Bubba Wallace uh, joined a team that like Michael Jordan created. So that's a movement that's like maybe going to draw some. Oh, yeah. I mean, they might double Michael their fans from like NASCAR. Lion and Butch Ermer to uh, <laughs> like Lion Butch and two others. No, but Jordan's. Really likes NASCAR racing. He loves Slogano. Yeah, he does. He does. Um, anything else you guys got coming out of the, the tailgating session here as far as sports go? <sighs> sports. All right. So we can jump into the first quarter uh, if you guys want here. Yeah. Um, the first quarter is going to be about uh, discussing the biggest rivalries in sports. Let's hear from Cody, because I know you prepared for this one, I'm sure. I took a nap today, but I wrote down two things. All right, three things. Rivalries in sports. Um, oh, I thought that was next week. 
So I wrote down absolutely nothing. This will be off the top of my head. Um, I'll think of three of them if I can. Uh, Red Sox, Yankees, that's the biggest one that comes to mind for me. Um, ever since, you know, the Red Sox sold. They, they called it selling, by the way, back in the 1920s, not trading. They sold Babe, uh, Babe to the Yankees um, and started the, uh, what do they call it? The um, Curse of the Great Bambino mm-hmm. for, the, for the Sox. And, and that's been ongoing until, what year did they end up winning in 2004? Four, yeah. 2004. 2004. How to break that curse. But that's a long time, Robert, really 1920 on, until today. Uh, my One of my favorites that I want to bring up is actually Duke and UNC. Um, mainly because uh, Drew and I are Duke fans and Sean loves UNC. But... Um, I will give you this. UNC leads the series 133 to 103. But oh, I did. You have to check those stats. I got 139, 114 on my end. Oh, I might be um, like September of 18 or something. <laughs> I did look up on Bleacher Report who they ranked as the number one Duke and UNC player. And if you can guess both of them, I'll just stop talking. You guys, you can continue with the conversation. Michael Jordan. Uh, Michael Jordan. And Grant Hill. Uh, so they actually have Duke as Christian Leitner as what number one. What And UNC, they have the number one uh, UNC basketball player as Tyler Hansborough. That And what? MJ is number two. Oh, the hell are you This is Bleacher Report. And I actually left the tab up because I knew you'd say something like, what the hell are you reading? <laughs> Cody's looking um, at the Onion Report. That's this is a, from Bleacher Report. It says Tyler Hansborough was the greatest player in Tar Heel history. Um, unanimous selection all four years in Chapel Hill for the ACCL conference team. Yada, yada, yada. Number two, MJ. I mean, Can if you-, you look at, yeah, I mean, if you look at just college career, I could see a case for it. Like, I would never put that, but um, okay. I don't know. Well, Anywho, just so you know, uh, we both have shitty, like, best of all time players. You can't debate that. Um and then lastly, you know, a home favorite of the Packers and the Bears. Um, Packers lead that series 99-95-6, and six, I think, is their record against the Bears since whenever it started, 1921, I think. So um, it's always fun beating up on the Bears. Cody, I thought your biggest rivalry was you against episode research. <laughs> Sorry, I was watching. There was a funny uh, Family Guy commercial, and I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Drew, what are your rivalries? Well, I, I had Red Sox, Yankees. I had Duke, UNC. I had Packers, Bears. But I got a few more like Packers and Vikings, I think, is a good one as well. The border battle is always fun. There's always a lot of shit that's talked. I don't know the stats on it. Do you guys know? I don't know. I uh, Just because I was ranking like if I thought the Bears or the Vikings were more of rivals, and I just went with the Bears. But I do agree that both of them are, are huge rivals. Yeah, I would agree too. Do you guys think that the Packers and Lions are a big rival? Like they used to be, I think. That used to be like a Thanksgiving Day rivalry, but like that was it. <laughs> Packers, Vikings, uh, Packers currently lead 63 to 54. They also tied three. I was at one of those ties. I think it was uh, two years ago. My friend from Minnesota came down and we had some awesome seats and it started out so great. I think we blocked a punt to score to start the game off and I was just you know, I had a couple sodas, so I was feeling a little sugar rush. And then, you know, all said and done, it's a tie, and it's we you all just sit there like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, is that? yeah. I, I was in Tennessee uh, at the Titans 
Texans game, and then my friends I was with made me leave and walk to a bar to go watch the rest of the Packer game. Um, so we watched them tie. It was great. I got a few more. Uh, Michigan-Ohio State is a really good rivalry. Um, I like this one. I don't know much about it, but the Alabama and Auburn rivalry, I like it because uh, there was a guy in 2013 who poisoned the the important Auburn trees at the at the college, oh, yeah. which yeah. really really sucks. But I just read a story that uh, he hasn't been paying his his fines for that. And he just died, which isn't funny that he died, but it's funny that he'll never have to pay pay, pay back the eight hundred thousand dollars that he owed. Wait, what lasted it longer, him or the tree? Oh, uh, I don't know. I think the tree's coming out right now. I think. I was gonna say I thought I heard something about like it was just finally like actually dying or they're taking it out. So, yeah, I think damn. they're pulling it out. But uh, maybe the tree got some revenge and poisoned him back. You never know. <laughs> Very likely. Um, I also like uh, university versus state rivalries like Iowa versus Iowa State or Michigan versus Michigan State. It's always fun, especially around here in Iowa. I can't believe how divided the state is. Um, Do they play for one... something? Iowa versus Iowa State. Is there like a trophy? Do you know? Yeah, I think so. I think it's the Cyhawk trophy. Oh, okay. I think I might be wrong about that. But um, my last one isn't really a rivalry at all, but I want to make it one. Uh, it's the Vikings versus the Saints. Um, ever since 2009, the championship game, Bounty Gate with Brett Favre, and then Minneapolis Miracle, and then last year winning in the NFC uh, with Rudolph. Man, it, it's getting pretty intense. I don't know how we keep beating the Saints, but we do. I like it. Um, do you, with the, you mentioned Ohio State and Michigan. Do you know um, what the biggest victory was ever between those two? Like what the score was? 13 points. No, I have no idea. <laughs> 13 points. It was in 1902, and Michigan won 86 to 0. That was pretty fucking close for guessing out of nowhere, <laughs> seriously. And Michigan leads that rivalry uh, 58 to 51 currently. Um, some of the other ones that I kind of had on my list, I had a personal one. I had Magic versus Bird. Um, that was an awesome rivalry, and I have a awesome documentary about that. I think it's literally called Magic vs. Bird, and uh, it's pretty cool just to hear kind of about the insights of, of their um, rivalry personally. And then Celtics-Lakers I have on mine. Um, have pretty much everyone against the Cowboys. Like, obviously, it's huge against, like, the Giants-Eagles. Like, I don't know, but I feel like... Everyone hates the Cowboys. They just want to beat them. And then Giants-Dodgers is up there, too, in baseball. Um, and then Wisconsin sports versus winning championships. Um, that's a huge rivalry. That Big time. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think those are, like, the biggest ones that I kind of kind of had here. You guys got any others or no? I got a few other ones. Um, Ford or Chevy. Uh <laughs> Microsoft or Apple, and then uh, actually this one's real. 1988 Notre Dame versus Miami. It was kind of a big one because it was like the Catholics versus the convicts. Because oh, yeah, yeah. Miami had like a ton of arrests and stuff, and someone made a shirt, and it got huge. They both were undefeated, and Notre Dame came out and won. But that's all I got. Yeah. I like that. That kind of lead, can lead us into uh, quarter number two here. Um, what are the top college football programs of all time? And then who, in your opinion, do you think is, like, the best team to ever play college football? Like the single-year team? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, yeah, run through, like, 
your top programs and then like a single team like I only had two in terms of overall programs, um, obviously between Alabama and the Notre Dame. And I think with uh, recency bias, obviously we've been watching Alabama dominate, gosh, I don't know, the last decade at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I think yeah. they won five out of the last 10 years. Um, they got 17 national titles overall, which is first all time. Um, they're just ridiculously good. I think they have a – as since they've been a program, I forget the year, 18-something – they are nine seventeen and three hundred thirty one, and forty three ties. But that's a seven a seven twenty seven winning percentage, which is insane to me. Wow. Um, and they've produced three hundred seventy four NFL draft picks. So they produce. But I was reading up more on like the nineteen uh, sixties and seventies um, fighting Irish, and they had some pretty pretty stout teams back then too. It's just obviously us not being able to watch them. Yeah. Um, it changes our viewpoint a little bit, but those are the two I got. Yeah. I mean, I had those at the top of my list, and then I had, like, Ohio State, Oklahoma, and USC. Um, I feel like they're always up there, and there's been some exciting games definitely with them. I feel like Ohio State every year, they've got a pretty solid team. Obviously, being a Badgers fan, we see them play them a lot. Um, there were some good games that I know growing up, like USC was pretty dominant, like in the liner, Reggie, Reggie Bush era. Um, so those were always some fun games, but obviously Alabama, yeah, takes the cake. Um, I think overall, at least from, yeah, our era. Yeah. I won't say any more repeats from what you guys said, but you got, you know, Texas Longhorns, the Oklahoma Sooners, really good football program, Penn state before the whole Jerry Sandusky thing, but they're still pretty good. Nebraska was really good for a long time. I kind of hate them now. But uh, Tennessee, LSU, obviously, is really recent for us. And then uh, I'll say one more. I think uh, probably Florida State. Florida State is, re- is a pretty good football problem. A lot of good guys come out of there. Um, Do you guys have any, like, what you think the best football team, like, single year from any school? Do you guys have – yeah. yeah um let's see drew you want to go first yeah i'll just go first because sean already kind of said it but the 2004 usc trojans with matt leinart and reggie bush i know they're cheaters but they were really really good uh and reggie was pretty good when he came to the nfl too but um that i'll just go with that one the bush push bush push the bush push one more recent one that I was looking into was uh, 05 Longhorns. Yeah. Um, that's when they won the, the championship. Yeah. That was um, with Vince Young with, running with Vinny. it. Yeah, Vinny running yeah. to that front corner with the ball in the air. I would say the 2018 um, Clemson Tigers as well. Uh, they had some. They had a pretty good squad there. Pretty fun to watch. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I love the – the Miami Hurricanes too. They had some really good. Uh, some of those teams were absolutely amazing, like with like Ed Reed and just Ken Dorsey and Brian McKinney. Just they were. Uh, I think they had Jeremy Shockey as well. They were pretty stacked. Yeah, Sean, and even before that, the 1987 Miami Hurricanes with Jimmy Johnson as the head coach were yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Like 12 and 0, number one, won the Orange Bowl. It was crazy. Yeah, was that the team that The Rock was on? Because he played for the Hurricanes, right? I just don't know what, what year it was. I don't know either. I think it was like 90s, 98. What year are you guys talking about? I'm looking at the roster, and it, I don't see anything that says The Rock. I thought he was like, <laughs> oh, no, it wouldn't have been the late 90s. He's too young for that. 
For some reason, uh, I thought it was 90s, though. Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyways, um, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of good, like, old teams. Like, um, like Nebraska had a really good year back in, like, the 70s and some of those. But I think just more recently, I don't think a lot of our listeners are going to give a shit about that, those teams. No, but the thing with the Huskers is that back in, you know, they're – there's no professional team really around them and there's no like other schools around them either. So that whole state just loves the Huskers when they were in the big eight and ran the triple option. Uh, and everyone wanted to play with the head coach, Tom Osborne. So, I mean, they were huge back in the day. Yeah. Uh, kind of reminds me of Iowa sometimes too, that they don't have anything else to cheer for. Well, they have Iowa state Dick. (laughs) They love farming season, and they love their Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. All right, so we can jump into the halftime. Uh, We can do another surprise showdown this week. Uh, I think we're going to give Scott Trojan a call. Um, He lives in Milwaukee. Don't know what he's doing today, but we can give him a ring. Uh, He's going to be going up against Drew, because Drew has not played yet. Um, Drew, I'm not going to tell you the category yet. I am going to write everything down, though, to make sure nobody cheats uh, so we don't have any issues. But I will give Scott a call right now. we got to give the backstory too. This is a rivalry, Scott and Drew, when uh, you guys had some beef during the first podcast <laughs> when Scott was calling you off for making too many jokes. Sean, let me say something after you're done. Please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hey, Scott. Uh, this is the Brats and Beers podcast here, uh, giving you a call. We wanted to have you on the surprise showdown, but you are obviously doing something more important than getting on our show. Uh, sucks to be you, and I think Drew has something to say. Hey, Scott, you're a little bitch. <laughs> All right, so who is our next uh, next caller? Nick. Should we call Nick? Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to call Nick Potabeskvapar. And he is... That's Dr. Nick Potapescapovar to you. Dr. Nick Potapescapovar. Hello? Hi, Nick. This is the uh, Brats and Beers podcast. How's it going? It's going pretty good. That's how awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm great, man. Guys, you want to say hi to Nick? Hey, hey Nick. Nick. Happy Sunday, fellas. Yeah, what are you doing today? Goal. Oh, you know, just Goal. watching the Vikings again. Skull. Yeah. Skull. Are you, are you enjoying that or what? Well, you know, we got a new uh, receiver at least, so hopefully that'll pan out. Seems like it's going to keep winning your games. <laughs> hey, well, you know, at this point, we'll just keep going for the next QB. Okay, okay, just you keep doing that. 
Um, you guys can probably trade for Trubisky if you want. He might be better. <laughs> I think we're good on that one. <laughs> All right. Well, do you want to play in our uh, surprise showdown today? I would love to. Yes, that's awesome. All right. So you're going to be taking on uh, Drew. So Drew, take your headphones off. All righty. I was thinking running backs. All right. Does that work? Are we saying starting running back? Like starting or any running back? Like um, running back? I think current, current, current NFL running backs. Current NFL running backs on a roster. Okay. Okay. Is this, can, I, can I say, like, last name only, or is this full name? Nope. nope. If we know who you're talking about, I yeah, think yeah, that's good enough. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll start on the count of three. One, two, three. All right. Delvin Cook, Ronald Jones, Aaron Jones, Zeke, Barkley, Montgomery, Kamara. Um, let's see. Mike Davis, uh, Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay, Joe Mixon, uh, Eckler, Kelly, let's see, McCaffrey, um, Cook, and I said Cook, um, uh, Blanket. That's now. 30. That's 30. We'll give you Dion. That is 30. Good. That was good, pretty uh, solid. Good, good round, dude. That was good. That was pretty good. Yeah, it was that really was. good. It's it's hard when you you have a few and then they kind of disappear. That's what I'm saying, man. That's why Luke kicked my ass last week. It was a little, a little harder than I thought. I believe you what got. I, what fif- I have? I'm not sure. I think you got 15. One, two, three, four. I might recount it, but I believe you have 15 there. All right. That was pretty solid. Um, we'll get How Drew we get back. Drew, back? Drew. There's no way he beats. Should we call him? Oh, there he is. Hey. Hey, what's up, Drew? How'd he do? Uh, he did pretty damn good. Yeah. Shit. Color me impressed. You said you're going down, so. All right. All right, so we'll give you 30 seconds. Go. Name any current running back in the NFL. All right? Okay. One, two, three, go. Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, David Montgomery, Carrion Johnson, Austin Eckler, Le'Veon Bell, Ronald Jones Jr., um, um, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, uh, uh, Jake, Josh Jacobs, Jarek McKinnon, Jeff Wilson, um, uh, Chris Carson, let's go, uh, Alexander Madison, um, Todd Gurley, thirty. 30. I think he got me by one. He might have. One, two, three, four. Drew's got 16. (laughs) Oh, Oh my God. So Nick had 15. You had 16, Drew. Ah, shit. Hey, that was good. That was was solid. Fantasy teams. James (laughs) Conner. He even used Alexander Madison, which is the most impressive. I don't think he took a breath, though. That was just a strange. Yeah. That was pretty oh, good. Oh, shit, dude. I'm shaking. <laughs> <laughs> well, congrats. I'll, I'll go I'll lose to that any day. That was awesome. That's kind of like the Vikings losing at the end today, right? That is oh, true. Lordy. That's true. <laughs> Drew pulled that Gask- Gaskowski kick out of his ass right there. <laughs> That's okay. So, uh, before I leave, I just want to say, go Twins, huh? Go Twins. Yeah, oh, let's go, Nick. Hey, we're on board with that. We don't hate him as much as the Vikings, so we can right, we, right, we, we can give you that one. All right, well, you, you have a great rest of the Sunday.
Thanks, Thanks Nick. Nick. Please see you, Nick. All right, so big victory, Drew. How do you feel off of that one? That was pretty intense. I feel good, you guys. I feel good. All right, I think we have a uh, a little special occasion this week for quarter three. Cody, you want to take it away? To where? Yeah, let's start this thing off. So uh, what we're going to do, I'm going to start by saying, uh, well, I got five quarterbacks listed here, and I have a few statistics for each of them, and those include um, current yearly salary, their this year, this season stats for touchdown interception, completion percentage, and their record, and that is up to the minute right now. Um, yeah. And then I have career record, too. So I just want to see kind of what you guys think is because you see these quarterbacks getting paid, you know, the plus side of forty million a year. So where do we, uh, where do we kind of weigh out, you know, quarterback play versus the rest of the team, and, and where is overpaying? So I'm going to start with one. I'll give you guys a uh, underhand toss here to hit out of the park. Their stats are five touchdowns, zero picks, sixty-four percent completion percentage, two and zero record. And a forty-five million dollar year salary. No, it's uh Matt Pat Mahomes. Matt, it Matt is Matt Mahomes. Pat Matt Pat Mahomes. Matt Pat Mahomes, um, who's got a a uh, lifetime NFL record of twenty-six and seven. So he's the highest-paid quarterback in the league. Um, pretty decent completion percentage. Obviously, they're undefeated. No picks with five touchdowns, and he's got five hundred thirteen yards through two weeks. Um, so kind of take that as that's the upper echelon of, I guess, where we're paying people. Um, I'm going to go a step down um, to this next quarterback. They are currently, uh, he leads a 3-0 and team with a 66% completion percentage. He has seven touchdowns with one pick, 777 yards uh, passing, and he is $11 million a year less at $34 million. Can you guess that, man? Is Lamar Jackson? I can give oh, you like a career. He hasn't played three games yet. Oh, he's three and zero. He's three and zero. Yep. Oh, I can give wow. you career um, winning record. His record. He oh. is oh. one forty six seventy one and one. Is it? Is it Tom? It is not Tom. Good no, cut, they're playing right now. But that's the right. That's the right era. You're I was thinking there. Rivers, but I don't think it's Rivers. He lost his first game. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go. Oh, with... Drew Brees. It is not Drew Brees. That is Big Ben, the Big Ben Roethlisberger. Um, he's actually playing pretty well this year. I was kind of underestimating his comeback after his uh, what did he have elbow surgery in the off season? Yeah. Um, and you know they lose all their talent it seems. But all right, so now we're gonna take it down just one million less a year. This character is zero and three. He has a 58% completion percentage. He has five touchdowns with six picks for 623 yards and a career record of 44, 44, and two. Did they lose on a game-winning field goal today? They may have. (laughs) Drew, you want to answer this one? Oh, yeah. It's probably um, uh, Matt Ryan. Uh, it would be Kirky Cousins. That would be Kirk the Jerk Cousins. Um, five touchdowns, six picks through three weeks. How does that make you feel for $33 million a year? Not too good, Bob. Not too good. Not too good at all. Um, 
this next one, I like this guy a lot. And uh, it kind of gives you, so we've had the 40 million range. We've shown you the difference in the 30 million range. Obviously, Big Ben's a much more elite quarterback than than backup Kirk. But here's a guy that gets 5.2 million a year. He's got six passing touchdowns with no picks, um, 1,038 passing yards on the year, 71% completion percentage, which is the highest amongst all quarterbacks, and his team is currently 3-0. I was going to say Tannehill, but he had a pick today. Uh, is it Fitzpatrick? No. No, they're 3-0. 1,038 passing yards. Wild. He has no picks. Zero picks. He's got six passing touchdowns. I think he has uh, three oh, rushing touchdowns. Is it Russ? Nope. Not oh, for five point two million. Paid a bunch. Oh, is it Josh Allen? It is Josh Allen. Nice. He is balling out this year, and I love it because I grabbed him in fantasy, and and uh, it's paying off so far. But he is not messing around. He's not, and he's got a decent record. I don't even know what I wrote down there. Thirty and seventeen. <laughs> He's at least above 500, like uh, Kirk. Yeah. So, not bad. Um, this last one is going to be a tough one, but uh, it's a close friend of mine, longtime favorite quarterback in this league. So, they currently make 1.1 million. Um, they have a record <laughs> of 2 and 1 um, with a completion percentage of 68%. Um, and I believe a. Two and two touchdown interception uh, ratio there, and 714 passing yards. Who is Cam Newton? That gosh dang it! I gave it away when I said my <laughs> yeah, favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's Cameron well, down there, um, making a, a crisp one million. Um, and there was a list, and I don't remember any of the names on it because I could care less. But of all the players making more than his guaranteed 1.1. And it was obscene, some of these guys that are making that kind of money. Um, and that's kind of where I guess that conversation starts at what you pay these quarterbacks. How much was uh, was Kirk uh, making again? $33 million. Wow. So that's 33 Cam Newtons they could have. That's They could have 33. They could have starting gross. offense and defensive Cam Newtons and 11 guys on the bench. All wow. Cam. Be amazing. And they'd probably they'd probably win at least one game. You think yeah. if you had thirty three Cam Newtons on a squad, I think that you could. That's so you got offense, defense, and special teams essentially, right? Because you got eleven, eleven, eleven. Um, I think they could pull off a game if you had eleven Cam Newtons on <laughs> yeah, offense. I agree. Blocking might be a little bit sketch, but um, hell, just throw it up, and one of those sons of bitches are going to catch it. They're so tall. <laughs> I think they could do it for sure. Yeah. yeah, right. They'd say hike, and everyone would start dancing. So, so would you rather have uh, um, eleven Cam Newtons on offense or eleven Kirk Cousins? Uh, I'll I will take the Cam Newton special. Okay. <laughs> uh, so um, that's, uh, that's what I got for you. Yeah, I mean, like, kind of opening up that talk a little bit. Like, do you guys think some of these guys are worth it? Obviously, we don't have to go into the Kirk Cousin thing, Drew. We've we've ragged on you enough, I think, for that. Um, but. Do you think some of these other guys are worth it? Like, do you guys consider like the Pat Mahomes deal? Like, would you say that that deal is worth it for the Chiefs? I think that when you look at it from present day, um, he already won him a Super Bowl and made the owners a ton of money, probably well more than his half a billion dollars, honestly. Um, 
So he already paid for himself, and if that's what it takes to keep him around at a young age and elite talent, that's worth it. Um, I don't think that a lot of quarterbacks in this league, even currently, could be paid $45 million a year. Um, I don't even think I could name another quarterback that could be paid $45 million a year. Do you? Do you know, um, I mean, Lamar, the only one, maybe. I would say Lamar, yeah. I think they're on their own. He's a I mean, running might, back, though. It hurt. Hey, I mean, if he can be healthy for, I think, a couple seasons, like, I think he earns himself a pretty big contract. But that is a risk, I mean, for sure. What about uh, Dak, who just threw a touchdown to a no-name receiver for 40 yards? You think he's worth 40 mil? Absolutely not. You got you got Dak, Sean, you son of a bitch. For what? Oh, yeah. Sorry and Kyler, that. and they both just scored a touchdown. Sorry about that. Just going to hurt your feelings a little bit. Um, do you guys know who... Who in the NFL, Cody, you were doing research, so maybe you'll know. Um, who has the most guaranteed money in their contract? Like, Isn't it Patrick Mahomes? It is not. Because I thought he was guaranteed uh, $450 million. What is fully? What's the difference between total guaranteed and fully guaranteed? That would be a good question for my lawyer. <laughs> so fully guaranteed. Is it guaranteed. Jared Goff? No, it is not. Who just signed? Is it? Uh, He's 0-3. Oh, he's 0-3? In historic fashion. Oh, my goodness. Who is it? Is it Kirk? I thought you were going to get off Kirk. No. Historic fashion. Just blowing games. Oh, Matt Ryan. Yeah. Oh, he is fully Lord. guaranteed $94.5 million. He's total guaranteed $100 million. Don't know what that means compared to total versus fully, but he's up there, which is kind of impressive. But... um. But otherwise, Pat Mahomes leads, and then Deshaun Watson's close behind him too, with the with the total and the fully guaranteed. But I don't know. I think Mahomes and Lamar are great to pay up for. I I don't know. I could even put like maybe Russ Wilson in that. Um, but you outside, know that, outside you know of that, that Russ Wilson has never received an MVP vote, even a single vote. Wow. Ever. That's pretty bad. Isn't that crazy? Because, like, he leads Super Bowl teams with, you know, talent that he shouldn't be going to a Super Bowl with. Yeah. And he's never gotten a single vote. This year he is for sure. He's, he's I, putting up a, a campaign right now. But You know how we talked about, like, conspiracies in sports? This isn't necessarily a conspiracy, but, like, the voting for a lot of these awards is, like, pretty messed up. Like, the people that they allow to vote on these things, like, doesn't make sense. Like, there was one uh reporter she got a lot of flack she did not even vote for anthony davis to be in the first uh team all nba yeah and everyone like on her but like that happens all the time like there's a lot of people who like will vote stupid things and like it kind of ruins the voting in my opinion but yeah that's crazy about russ like he should definitely at least had a vote at some point <laughs> you would think so all right so what do you guys think um if they were to restructure quarterback contracts into uh they were talking about making it salary cap percentage so if the salary cap goes up you know their salary goes up with it so you can say like oh well that quarterback's worth 25 percent of the team which is ridiculous but that's what they're kind of getting up towards i think it's like 22 percent or something but um what do you guys think of restructuring it like that or putting a cap on certain positions versus on the team do you think that's ever something that we're going to see that's a great question. Um, I think there should be some sort of cap. I don't know, like the money, like when is it going to stop as far as like just going up? So it's like 
at some point there has to be some sort of cap or some like something's got to happen. I think um, like Mahomes' deal is absolutely insane, but who says that in three years somebody else might not be seen as like worth more, and then it's the next it's the next level, and I don't know. True. I think they need to start bringing everything back down. Uh, like I absolutely hate like that at any point one of these guys could get hurt. And then you just wasted a ton of money on a on a player. Um, That's part of the risk, though, isn't it? Like, you can't not pay them because they might get hurt. They do it for running backs. I mean, there's still who just got paid at running back. Uh, well, Derrick Henry's getting a decent amount, but like you got to look at like I think the most important position in football is left tackle, and you don't see them getting paid thirty five million a year. Yeah, I mean, linemen are definitely. <laughs> undervalued for sure when it comes to contracts but what do you, what do you think cody i i don't i don't really have a say what do you think i think that it'd be cool because the salary caps always it's a pretty fluid situation from what it seems like because they always have their negotiations uh year in and year out so if they did like a, a percentage based um i think that'd be an easier way to go about it because it kind of gives these guys more value than just throwing out a half a billion dollars and like to us like that's a lot of money but i don't understand as a, as a normal football fan like what they do with this money they move it around to certain years and certain guarantees and certain paid out fronts to to make it fit in the cap so if you just made it simple like this is what percent of the cap this is what we got left to work with i, I think that would be a better uh, system but i don't know if we'll ever see it what does mitchell trubisky make a year he makes nine point uh, two million, I believe. I just had that up uh, before. So now he makes nine point two on the bench. I'm s- yeah, and I believe that I, I'm Nick seeing a Foles, seven two figure, but seven two. Maybe that might be with incentives, maybe. But I saw that a Nick Foles gets he went from fifteen million and he took a pay cut. And now he's getting paid like five. Jeez. Hey, and he came in and he won the game like cold. His ass was riding the pie, and all of a sudden, he like, did. well, oh, I guess I'll go in. Like, he looks pretty good in a, in a Bears uniform, I'll say that. Big Dick Nick. Big Dick Nick is back. Dude, Super Bowl MVP. I was having this conversation with Bree today. I was trying to explain who he was and, like, where he comes from. And she's like, why don't teams just give him a chance to be, like, their starting quarterback for, like, good? And I don't have a good answer because he's older. Maybe he's aging. But whenever he plays, he plays well. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, honestly, I'm, I don't really, I don't have an answer either. <laughs> That's a great question. Like he literally won the Super Bowl for a team, and then they're like, "No, we're gonna go back to that guy who hasn't won us anything, but he's he's got a lot of hope. Like we're <laughs> we're really on board with him." Sorry. So, Which yeah. I think he will be riding pine next after Trubisky here with with the way he's been playing. I he think that he is. had two more picks today. Um, did they win? I forget. Or they tied? No, they tied. He had that rushing well, touchdown at the end, which was good, but like he played pretty. Those two picks terrible. would be nice to have back. Yeah, yeah, in a game like that. So, um, yeah, big Nick, Nick. He's a. Uh, he doesn't do well at halftime shows, but he's a good quarterback. <laughs> uh, shout out Nick Escobar. Yeah, so that's some good stuff there with the QB salaries. You guys got anything else? Um, nice. Good job, Cody, for uh, running that one, man. You killed it. Yeah, I wanted to do a different format, but uh, when I sat down on my computer at 2.56 to look up some stats and things, 
I just didn't have the time for it. I want to give you guys a better, like, you know, long-term, long-term goal. It's hard to gauge players off of two or three weeks that we had. Um, but a lot of these people just signed some big deals in the off season. So you have to kind of use that, but, um, moral of the story. The only reason I wanted to do that was just to point out Kirk cousins flaws. <laughs> and his huge contract. Did they win today or no? Do we know? I already told you I was buying a hey, snowblower. I don't know. <laughs> they beat the spread. They beat the spread. They're winning some. They're winning someone money. You know that. Oh, almost... let's let's talk about it quick. Uh, the the titties, the Titans. Yeah. Sean, you know they almost lost to the Vikings. Does that make you scared at all? Um, Drew, they're they're three and zero. They've all been close games, but hey, if you can win the close ones. That's all that matters. And uh, I think we just wanted to give you guys some hope uh, at home. Like You guys were really excited. You guys actually thought you might win a game. And then that last drive really showed the true Viking colors. Um, a nice uh, – you guys even got a penalty that kind of helped you guys. And then just, what, almost three sacks in a row pretty much, a fumble. Like, you guys really showed up in clutch time. Um, but, no, I'm not worried at all. I, I already said I think I might have a bet with Cody that I think the, the Titans are going to have a better record than the – the Packers this season. I don't think so. And uh, I guess we'll find out. So what, it's kind of it's kind of nice two games. The Titans are playing. They're playing through the NFC North this year too. So they have a lot of the same uh, people they're playing as the Packers. If Derrick Henry goes down, you are no longer a team. Guess we'll find out. But he's not going down. So I do have a good question for you guys. If you had the Vikings' current starters on offense, defense, and special teams against 33 Cam Newtons. Do you think that he could beat an actual NFL team? <laughs> I think that he could, actually. He's a big guy. Yeah, he could yeah. play a decent He could play a lot of positions. He could play a lot of positions. He might get, um, like, he'll he get, might he'll get, get burned. Deep. Yeah, Jefferson's going to burn him for sure. Yeah, but also you got those corners covering even – one Cam Newton to another Cam. Like, good luck, little guy. Rookie corners back there. It's going to be a high-scoring affair, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean, I'm down. Let's uh, let's figure out a way to make it happen. Dude, it'd be like five plays, and he'd every single one of them would be injured. 33 Cam Newtons laying on the ground with various <laughs> ankle and knee and shoulder injuries. Like, oh, man, he's still trying to dance. So, like, I still, still got the tanky leg. He's Teach me that. how to Dougie. Oh. oh, that's a good question, though, Cody. I like that. That is hilarious. Well, that's kind of like uh, that's like one of those questions which we can tie to what we were talking about today. If you take one of those like all-time great college football teams and you put them against the all-time worst NFL team, could they you win? Think there's a chance. You you hear a lot of the experts completely tear that apart because they got really good players on that college team, but this shitty NFL team has they still have the best of the best. They're all players drafted or like. NFL worthy, whereas mm-hmm. like a great college team might have like a really, really good one might have like 10 guys make it to the league or something. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. It would be fun to see. I wish they could set it up at some point. Yeah. Time. I think it'd be um, cool, like an exhibition game um, just to do it. But I mean, think about that though. If you're the NFL team and you lose, like say you're like the, the Browns, the Vikings or something, and you lose to like Alabama, like that is terrible. Like that would be so embarrassing. That could destroy a franchise. Um, so I think it'll never happen, but it'd be kind of fun to watch. It would at least get uh, Zimmerman fired, right? <laughs> Hopefully. Zimmerman? 
or Zimmer. Um, I'd be so okay what do you, with that. What do you think of uh, Sean grouping the Vikings with the Browns in the same breath? Uh, well, Baker Mayfield's MVP, so it's all good. <laughs> Josh, Josh. Oh, God, that's terrible. Right, do we have another quarter? Yeah, we got the fourth quarter coming up here. Wait, so. I want to say one last thing um, about the <laughs> play. play uh, did Was it Mississippi State? Did they beat LSU yes. this weekend? No, they uh, misses. Who beat? Who just beat Oklahoma? Or was that Mississippi State? I thought that was Mississippi State. Uh, Mississippi crap. State Let me look beat... it up quick. No, they beat LSU. They beat LSU. Yeah, the coach was like joking around. He was like, oh, yeah, New England and all these other pro teams are busy today, so we got to play LSU. And damn, he, they destroyed them. Yeah. And then Oklahoma lost to Kansas State. Was the and other. they were unranked against a three? Unranked uh, 18. Uh, I don't know. Was it a three? I thought that Oklahoma was number three. I don't know. I don't know. I see 18 on mine. I had a few sodas when I was watching that. Um, <laughs> Ticker across the TV there. <laughs> um, so besides the Vikings losing all the time, what are the best traditions in sports in your guys' opinions? Oh, my <laughs> God. All right. I guess I will go first, Sean. Okay. No, for real. It's all good, you guys. Uh, Vikings need to play a lot better. You need to play to win if you, if you want to win. That's just how it goes. Uh I'm just going to trash the Vikings this quarter for real quick. Uh, Zimmer needs to go. Okay, on to the traditions here. Um, uh, let's go with, I like the Iowa Hawkeyes. I like the Hawkeye wave. Um, the kids wait all wait all week for that. I, I know a lot of people think it's silly, but it's, it's really nice and important to them. Um, let's go. I like... Uh, Thanksgiving Day football. It's not the same as it used to be, but I still, it brings family together and uh, you root for teams you don't even care about. Uh, let's see here. Drew, I know you're a big uh, Iowa Hawkeyes fan. Do you know when that tradition started, the uh, the Iowa wave? It was like, uh, geez, it's probably longer than, than I thought, but it's like three years ago, three, four years yeah. ago. Pretty recent. I didn't know it was that recent. I just uh, I don't watch a lot of Iowa football, so I'd seen him do it. I think it was last year, and I, I really looked. I liked it, and I looked it up. And apparently, it's a new thing that they're doing. So I yeah. went to a or, game. Like I think it was the first year they were doing it, and it was pretty awesome. It was a cool experience. That's really nice. Yeah, I waved. They probably Another thing. Fuck that guy. That guy. <laughs> <can't play. laughs> I was wearing a Badger shirt, so I probably did. True. Uh, I don't want to take any more of your guys, so you guys go. Go ahead. I'm just gonna go with the uh, the. Well, I had the three greatest, um, but the the Iowa was one of them. The other one is the Lambo leap, and then uh, jump around at the at the Badgers football stadium um, before the fourth quarter. There, I, love those. I think back in black's pretty cool at the Iowa games too, Drew. Um, yeah, like that just would get me hyped when I would go to those games. Um, it's it's a pretty badass song for them to run out to. I think that's cool. Can you sing uh, it? Uh, no. <laughs> Baby Black. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yes, that made my day. <laughs> oh god, that's great. Um, I love the sausage races at Miller Park. I think those are pretty amazing. That's a great tradition, especially when the the Pirates guy um, whacked a. Uh, whacked him with his baseball bat and he fell over 
Um, I love when baseball players don't acknowledge like a rookie's first home run, like when he gets back and nobody's celebrating. That's always pretty fun to watch. Um, I had the Lambo leap, uh, roll out the barrel or seventh inning stretch, or even just like curtain calls in baseball. I think those are pretty cool too. Pretty very traditional, like long running things. Um, roll out the barrel, obviously more of a brewer's thing, but uh, seventh inning stretch in there as well. And then um, the war Eagle for Auburn football is pretty cool. Uh, the Eagle like flying in, like that's pretty badass yeah. in America. Um, and another big tradition, I guess, would be um, milk after the Indy 500. I don't know if you guys really care about racing, but that's definitely a tradition where the winner drinks milk and usually like pours it on his head. So I did hear it was warm milk. Can you verify? Yeah, I have heard that it is warm, um, which is kind of weird. But I have heard, I think, that from many people that it's warm. Verified. Fuck. Yeah, verified. Thank you. I have not won it though, so I don't. It's not hundred percent verified, but close. I yep. got a few more as a well, just really basic is like anytime uh, fans like it's like a whiteout or a blackout in a stadium. I think that's awesome uh, that they have to wear. And uh, oh, I think West Virginia they sing uh, "Take Me Home, Country Roads." The whole crowd does. I think at halftime or something like that. Yep. That's pretty cool. And then there's uh, somewhere in California. It's called Tightwad Hill where all the college kids go and can watch the game for free and just party. I, I wish that was something I could have attended in college. You've attended enough tight wads. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching um, like the Clemson uh, Tigers. They have like a, a run out where like they all, even at their home games, they like ride the bus. Like it's literally like half of a mile away and they'll like all get on the bus, which seems counterproductive because they're literally using a bus to go like, Half, maybe a half a mile at, at the most. Uh, but they'll all pack onto like two big buses and then they like drive over and then they all get out and then they run down their hill and like touch. I think it's like a rock or some shit. Yeah. Um, yep. That first time I saw that, like that was pretty awesome. Uh, but it's just a very weird concept. Like you probably could have just walked over. Um, but all right. I do have a, a tradition that I, I do like that is kind of growing. Um, the haka, I think it comes from rugby. They do it before their matches, and you're starting to see it with, like, UFC fighters and football teams, and it is super intense. It's, like, the first time I'd seen it, it was kind of, I felt awkward, but, like, now I kind of understand a little bit more about it, what they're doing, and they're not just psychopaths. Well, they they might be, (laughs) but um, I think that's kind of a a cool growing tradition. Um, All right, so we can go into the lovely name game here. Um, All right, let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) Right now, I think Cody and Drew are tied for first with four, I believe. Oh, we're doing this right now. (laughs) Yes, Cody. (laughs) Um, Welcome to the conversation. All right. So I will spin the wheel right now. The Baltimore Ravens. Hmm. And I am going to write these all down because last week we had some listeners notice that there were a couple double ups. Cody uh, must be thinking of everybody, uh, everybody's thoughts, and then just resets them later down the road. So we, I I'm going to write them that. down as they go, um, but I won't write anything down while it's happening. Okay, um, let's do 
Drew, and then me, and then Cody. All right, let's do it. Um, uh, Joe Flacco. Lamar Jackson. A Raven great Ray Rice. Nice. Uh, Ed Reed. Ray Lewis. Hollywood Brown. Let's go with uh, Mark Ingram. (laughs) Mark Andrews. One of my all-time favorites, Ed Reed. I no, wait, I was already said. Oh, fuck. There I go again. <laughs> nice try, um, buddy. I wrote this down this time. <laughs> what about Mark Andrews? <laughs> I'm joking. I was waiting I, for I the Al Jacks. What about Lamar Jackson? Um, all right, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> blinking right now. Ravens running backs. Uh, J.K. Dobbins. Gus Edwards. Um, we're going to go with, ooh, this is a good one. Steve McNair. Why did you say ooh like you just read it somewhere? Because uh, I, I have a Ravens McNair jersey that I just remembered. It's like framed. So that's why I was like, ooh. I'll up hey, your hey, save. Oh, is it my goal? Is it me? Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to up your McNair with a Steve Smith senior. I thought about that. That's a good one. Nice. Uh, Justin Tucker. Damn. That's solid. Um, I'm going to go with um, Harbaugh. Jimbo. Um, um, trying to think of his name. It was like my first year playing fantasy, and I raped you guys with him by accident. <laughs> um, Tory Smith. Tory Smith. Tory Smith. That's good. I think he had one good year, and I had him on my team. Luckily. Yeah, I think. Uh, uh, let's go, Willie Sneed. Nice. Damn. Um. Yeah, I'm out. Uh, CJ Mosley. Sean, are you out? Yeah. Mm. Michael Crabtree. Fuck. Uh, Hayden Hurst. Was he a Raven? Oh. Yeah, I think so. So, uh, Marcus Peters. Was uh, Todd Heap? Damn. I'm hoping the Ravens pop up on the TV right now with some highlights. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one's no, they stupid, play but, Monday uh, night. I don't see anything. Ah, uh, shoot. Let's go with Trace McSwirly. He got drafted there. McSorley, whatever. McSorley. Um, is Humphreys a corner there? Um, oh, Marlon Humphrey. Marlon, that's his name, yes. Marlon Humphrey. I think I got two more. Um, 
RG3. Gosh dang it. Gosh dang it. Um, uh, I think I'm way off. The punter king, was he a raven? Marquette? He was, no, he was a he was raider. He was something else, too. Was he never a raven? I believe so, but let me look. I can't remember. He went somewhere else after that. I couldn't have thought it was a raven. I don't know. Yeah, he did, but I don't know if it was there. He played for... Nope. Raiders, Broncos, and then the St. Louis Battlehawks. Okay. <laughs> Battlehawks. Yeah, I got nothing else right now. So you're out. Drew, can you win it? Michael Pierce. Nice. The Minnesota Vikings. Nice. Totally forgot about Clayus Campbell, too. But... Well, he's old. Who else, um, who else is there? Yeah, who's all on their current roster? I mean, on the current, there wasn't too many guys that we missed. Derek Wolf, Jimmy Smith, Patrick like a Queen, top ten corner in the whole league. We missed him. Miles Borkin, who I was looking at on DraftKings like three times today. I forgot him. Derek Wolf, did you say that? Yeah. You see how well I pay attention? Yeah, you don't. <laughs> That's good Suggs. for me. We said Suggs, I think. I don't think so, dude. Oh, yeah, no, we did not say Suggs. Uh, Ravens is out now. Good job, guys. Um, I really got to pick my shit up for next week because you guys pick are running away with this. Um, all right, do not forget to follow <laughs> us, subscribe to us, like us, send us messages. Um, let us know what you guys want to talk about. We love hearing from fans and love uh, talking about what you guys want to hear. So feel free to reach out anytime. Um, we have another interview coming out, not this week, but uh, the following week. That one you guys are going to love, I promise you. It's going to be an amazing interview. And then don't forget to go on to buckedup.com, save 20% with the code BRATS20. Uh, get some pre-workout protein, whatever you're looking for on there. They'll help you out with all of your workout needs and uh, save some money. So, uh, yeah, you guys got anything else? Uh, Packers game tonight, go Pack. Go Pack. I do want to get some uh... – some guesses on the score from you two. Ooh. All it's being recorded here. All righty. Um, so whoever's listening, like on Wednesday or Thursday, you can think, God, that guy's an idiot. <laughs> I'm going to go with going to be 31 to 24 Packers. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, let's go 24 21 Saints. All right. And uh, just really quick, uh, also on the Ravens, uh, Zadarius Smith was there, I'm pretty sure. And um, Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we forgot about uh, Z. And Ty Montgomery went there after he... Uh, we don't give a shit about him. <laughs> Cody, what's your what's your score guess? Um, I think it's going to be a really weird game. Um, I want to say something like 25-21 Packers. Okay. I think defense is going to be big, maybe a safety. Who's going to be their leading receiver, you think? Um, is Devontae a full goal? I think I he, he was doubtful, so I think he's going to be out. Yeah, I think he's out. If he's out, um, I think MVS is going to shine. They're going to, they're going to put their primary corner on uh, Lazard. 
Old stone hands. I hope he can catch some passes. That'd hey, he doesn't catch the ones that matter the most, but he still catches some clutch passes, like the ones that are in the end zone. Speaking <laughs> of stone hands, Jimmy Graham caught a, uh, a pass today. I was Dude, he was like impressed. his leading receiver today in terms of targets. Yeah. When Nick Foles came in, he loves that big dick energy. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Right, uh, we'll you guys. talk to you soon. Love you. Bye. Bye.